Welcome to episode 433 of Awards Daily's Water Cooler Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence Moy, and I am proudly joined by the other two M's. So M's, let's go around the cooler and tell the listeners who you are and where they can find you on the internet. Gold Dust Woman, we'll start with you. That is how I was going to introduce myself because my mom says every time she hears that song, she thinks of me, which I was like, I take that as a compliment. Uh, hello, I'm Megan McLaughlin. You can find me on Twitter at Hey Dude Meg. Sister of the Moon. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hi. I don't know how to, I can't respond to that in a great way. Um, so I'm still learning. Hi, I'm Joey Moser. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Moser 83. And again, I'm Clarence Moy or Landslide. And so you can find me on Twitter at, at Clarence Boy. You know what my new favorite, did I tell you my new favorite oh. Stevie song, though, that I've been listening to a lot lately is Nightbird? I've not heard that one. Oh, it's fantastic. Because she talks about, like, it's it's about summer going into fall. And then she says something like, "It's uh, I wear my boots all year, all summer long anyway. Like, it's great. It's so Stevie. It's like my new favorite. And there's also this really great, um, live recording um, from Saturday Night Live when she was a musical guest. Uh, I believe Flip Wilson was the host. Oh, and um, oh. this is like from 1983 or something. So you should mm. look it up. It's really, it's a, it's what actually really turned me on to the song. Cause I'm like, oh, I forgot how good that song is. I will have to check that out. I, there's a lot of stuff from, um, there's a lot of stuff that are sort of considered B-sides so- B or B-songs for her that are, um, that I just don't know. I mean, I, I know all the popular stuff and the Fleetwood Mac stuff, of course. I try to learn everything, and I did think about getting that Barbie doll, but <laughs> I actually thought about getting it for you, Clarence. Wouldn't that be <laughs> funny if it were like the gift of the Magi where we both got each other Stevie Nicks dolls? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, uh, I'm still, I'm looking on eBay to see. Uh, they're expensive. They're Well, the thing is, I was like, oh, wow, the Stevie Nicks doll, when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's $55. That's, that's yeah. totally reasonable. Um, but then, you know, if you go like when, if you go onto the actual Mattel website, it'll let you, um, self, you know, locate a store through the Mattel website. And apparently they would, they were going to maybe sell it at a couple of targets near me. But if you go onto the actual target website, they're like, no, nope, it's sold out now. It's already sold out. We haven't even started selling yet. Yeah. I also think it's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say it doesn't come out. It doesn't go for sale until what? November? November. Yeah. Like November 2nd or 12th or something. I found something on Amazon that might be even better. It's the Share Bob Mackie doll. <gasps> but it's $228. But I, you oh, know how? She's in the Bob Mackie. Like, oh my oh God. God. I'm, I'm I want this. Um, the thing is that um, I'm not sure if you remember, but I have a. Oscar-winning actresses as dolls collection. Oh, um, really? I had yeah. no idea. Well, I didn't know if anybody <laughs> like tried to block it from my from their memory. So I preemptively, I think Margot Robbie is probably going to win an Oscar someday. So I bought. Uh, <laughs> I, I recently got a uh, you know Margot Robbie Barbie doll, and then I found on Amazon a Maggie Maggie Smith as I don't know why I didn't think of this Maggie Smith as Harry Potter from Professor she played Professor McGonagall I was like it was it was twelve dollars and it and I was like all right I have a Maggie Smith doll so huzzah I could well, kick myself for not buying the Chris Pratt doll that I saw at the dollar store from Jurassic I'm World sorry. anyway I digress <laughs> sorry like an Go actual ahead, doll or an action figure I think it was a doll. <laughs> 
that would be amazing if it had like a rip cord in the back where you it would just like you pull it and it all of a sudden spouts like weird Christian sayings. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jesus loves me. This. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm not making fun of him for his religion. So I am. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, well. For those looking to buy the Steven X Barbie doll, apparently it's the pre-orders that have sold out, but you may still be able to acquire one on November the 10th when it comes out. Target says, check back on release date. So Joey will be standing in line at Target on November the 10th before it opens. <laughs> He'll be the only <laughs> gay out there going, give me my Steven X Barbie. Here we go. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. Give me. Or if any listeners want to give me $450, there are two share dolls on eBay. One of her, um, one of her in her, oh, this is problematic, her Cherokee outfit. Oh, <laughs> and one of her in like, she's wearing like, you know, the leather jacket with the leather studded straps and everything. You can buy two of them. I don't know if someone wants to give me 450 bucks, but my Venmo is at Joey Bazaar. Why don't they have a Diana Ross Barbie doll? Because I sure really, I can googling contain the hair. I that's probably true. It couldn't contain her because she's uncontainable. Yeah, oh, it's right here. There's a uh, there's what? a well, wait. Hold on. There's a Tina. Never mind. Hold on. They showed the doll before they showed the. I'll find. I'll I'll, I'll work on it. Okay, please do. Yeah, there's a there's a Diana Ross Barbie doll from 2003. Yeah. With her oh, in a, also Bob in a Mackie Bob Mackie. Is there a Bob Mackie Barbie collection? <laughs> this gonna be my new obsession? Yes. Oh my god, what is this? <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, the Barbie doll's glorious. If you uh. just Google Bob Mackie, this is now the Bob Mackie Barbie doll appreciation hour here at Awards Daily. Um, if you, I, you know, I need that Barbie doll. Like this, I, I need the Diana Ross one. Like, this podcast is like gayer than Elton it, John's. We just track. turned it up to like a 13. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the thing that led us down this, uh, very odd, um, <laughs> tangent is, uh, Megan has returned from the Stevie Nicks concert that she attended last weekend in, or last week instead of recording with us, which we, fully blessed and encouraged her to do. Megan, how was the concert? It was fantastic. It was, it, it, you know, I, I realized I had, it was the fifth time I'd seen her and I'd, I'd quit going to her shows because I knew every beat of the show, like because I had seen her so many times, but she changed it up. She really, it was the most personal and candid I've ever seen her where she talked, you know, she talked about Christine. She talked about like Tom Petty. There were a lot of tributes to Tom Petty. Um, she did a lot of, deep cuts that I'd never heard her do. And, um, but she also did the favorites that everybody wants to hear. I thought she was great. And, um, she's still as beautiful as ever. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I've only seen her in person once. Um, but that was with Fleetwood Mac. So, so that she was needs a to do it. Item. She needs to do a documentary so we can talk to her. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Cause we got to talk to Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Good times. Um, so this week's podcast is dedicated not to the Bob Mackie Barbie doll collection, but to uh, the 2024 fantasy Oscar pool. And we're going to make our first round draft picks. We, suppose, we usually do this before the festival circuit. So 
Historically, we have done this before Telluride in Venice. We just didn't get around to it this year for whatever reason, and uh, we're now getting into it. Um, so it's a little bit different in that we have we now know uh, the reactions to some of these films. We now know their Oscar possibilities, um, but that's okay. We're just going to run with it because maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't, maybe it maybe we become overconfident based on critics' reviews and and you know not Academy reactions. Who knows? But anyway. Um, so this time we're going to go through all of uh, making our selections and, uh, and we're really going to try this year to post the scoring a little bit in some way, Joey, I'll work with you on that, but we're going to try to make the scoring a little bit more transparent to any of our users who made selections at home and want to try to score along with us and see if they could beat one of us, um, or all of us with their own selections. So, um, with that, are you guys ready to make our picks? Hopefully you've got your, your papers already. You got your first round choices and ready to I hear have. Joey say, God damn it. Like 15 times. I, I have do. to say I'm already stressed. <laughs> oh my God. I'm already so stressed. So I will, uh, we'll, we'll talk about scoring later. We're not going to focus on scoring just yet because I'm not even sure I understand all the, 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 the rudimentary or not rudimentary, but in the ins and outs of scoring. But what we do is we pick five actors, not supporting or lead, just five actors can compete in either category, pick five actresses, again, either category, lead or supporting, and, uh, three pictures to follow throughout the award season. Now that's from festival awards to critics awards, to guild awards, to Oscars. Um, and then whoever has the most points as they're um, tabulated by Joey, um, who we trust with our Oscar pool tabulations <laughs> <laughs> as if it's our lives. Um, maybe one year we'll, we'll engage uh, accountants of Pricewaterhouse. Um, <laughs> but until then, uh, Joey tabulates and we find out uh, who wins at the end of the year. So last year I won. Um, so I will go last. Megan, um, you came in third, so you will go first. <laughs> and Joey, you can make your pick after Megan. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go <sighs> 10 actors or act and actresses, three pictures. And you can pick from whatever category you want. You just got to fill those cards. So this Megan. Is, yeah, this is, part is actually a lot more stressful about it because we can pick from anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um I would like to pick my first pick is for a film and it's Barbie. Did I hear bitch? Yes, you did. Yes. I'm writing that down. Uh, Megan. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm also writing these down and I will send out the actual official spreadsheet momentarily. Not momentarily. Eventually. Okay. Um, actor movie. Actor movie. Actor movie. Um, I'm also going to pick a movie. I'm going to pick Poor Things. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to start in the actor category, uh -huh. and I am going to pick Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Fuck! Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were wrong. Well, <laughs> Megan, back to you. Um. You some blood pressure, Megan. <laughs> I am going to go with Emma Stone for Poor Things. I heard that. I meant you to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My turn. Yes. 
Um, I'm gonna pick Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Hmm. It's mine. It was mine. All right. Well, I am going to pick. I'm gonna say an actress, and I'm gonna pick Sandra Hewler <laughs> for Anatomy of a Fall. I knew I should have. I was gonna pick her first, and then I didn't do it. I am going to pick Ryan Gosling for Barbie. Going all in on the Barbie. I think I'm just trying to pick a really hot group of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thing to do, I think. Um, scratching off everything I was already picked for my exhaustive list of things with stars and parentheses and symbols. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, I am going to pick Robert Downey Jr. from Oppenheimer. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I am going with a picture, and it is going to no. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm going with a picture and it is going to, no, I'm not. Um, I don't, sorry. Why am I being so indecisive? Um, I'm actually going to go with actor again, and I am going to do, uh, go with Bradley Cooper for Maestro. I knew you were going to do that. That's a good one. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, Hmm. Oh, I'm going to say Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. That's a good one. Yeah. He's excellent. In that. I love him. And he's never been nominated, right? Like, that's such yeah, a crime. Yeah, he was nominated for Cinderella Man. Oh, that's right. But he wasn't he, nominated for no, Sideways. Isn't that is insane? Your... Yeah, he yeah, was that's... so good in Sideways. That's um, insane. I think you're going to love... Oh, God, I love that. I love that movie so much. Um, So, in, in fairness of loving that movie so much, I'm going to pick Divine Joy Randolph for the holdovers. Oh, you... Bitch. Good call. Mary? Um, <laughs> Mary? I'm going to go... Uh, um, I'm going to go a little bit out of left field, and I am going to go uh, with Greta Lee for Past Lives. Oh, oh I love her. Have you She's seen Past so... Lives? Me, yes. Oh, okay. I loved it. I also, but I also love the like the conversations around it because some everybody always calls it a romance, but I don't see it as a romance. But I love talking it's not about a that film. Yeah, I love talking about that that film. It's so good. I oh, I would love to see it like win so much. Um, sorry, I'm just. Oh, um, let's go with. Hmm, I had an idea, and then I don't have it anymore. Oh, I kind of want Annette Benning. Annette Benning for Nyad. Okay. Are you mad about that? No, not at all. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah, me neither. No, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Um. Okay. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Anatomy of a Fall for picture. Hmm. 
clear. Um, I am going to go ahead and grab Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. Hmm. I am going to do my next picture, and it's Oppenheimer. Oh, Megan has Barbenheimer. Oh, that's yes. fair, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like it, you should have said, you sunk my battleship. That's what I feel like you said that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Watch everybody turn on it, and I am a loser <laughs> again. <laughs> I mean, it does have the Mark Johnson seal of approval. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because he always picks the ones that don't. Oh no, he knows that too. Because I, so I'm not, I'm not saying something okay. bitchy and catty about him. Like I've told him, that's my, that's my new, <laughs> that's my new stat. <laughs> is anytime it's Mark Johnson's favorite movie of the year, it's not going to win Best Picture. It's funny because Mark is such a stats guy too. So that's <laughs> well. That's now so he's funny. got a new one. Okay, Whether well. he wants to believe it or not. Um. Okay, you picked Oppenheimer. Well, then I'm gonna pick Killers of the Flower Moon for picture. So I'm done with pictures now. Wait, we get three, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going with the zone of interest for yeah. picture. Oh, okay. I'm writing these down too. I'm going to pick Julianne Moore for May December. Is that okay? Yeah, that is mine. Um, I just heard a broken glass in the background, Joey. <laughs> 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 just, uh, you know, I'm right back, just got to. 24 stitches and Joey's. I've already um I've already cut um I on one hand I have two band-aids because on uh I have a burn from pulling out a a uh dessert that I made on Friday. And then, <laughs> I thought you were like working in the yard or something. No, oh, fuck you. No. <laughs> and then I cut my hand on a new set of knives. So Oh my god. Uh, um I'm sorry. That's that's fine. Um, I think I'm gonna pick a man. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Mark Ruffalo. God damn it! Finally, someone reaches the volume of me. I know. I, <laughs> I, I really, I really turned it up for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I am going to go with an actress this time, and I am going with Natalie Portman, May December. Wait, Joey, what was the last one you did? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I got to mark that down. That was rough a low for me. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> well, it was nice talking um, to you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, I'm going to pick, um, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Bear. I'm going to go a little outside the box and I'm going to pick Charlie Melton for May, December. Ooh. Just that one shot of him crying. I'm obsessed with that trailer. Uh, but there's a shot of him crying his face off. So. Oscar. He was good on Poker Face too, right? Isn't he in I, Poker Face? I didn't make it through Poker Face. 
Um, I'm going with actor, and I am picking Barry Keegan Saltburn. Damn it! Oh. Megan. Uh, I'm also going to pick an. I'm sorry. I'm writing your stuff down. Um, I'm going to go with Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Choice. Is that my final man? No, I have. You have one, two. You have four men now. Okay, and I have four women. Uh, one, two, three. No, three, three women. I do. You have oh, I guess I. Do. You're right. I do. Okay, Aren't got you it. Also running. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Why well, was you okay? Right. I'm like it's I okay. am. It's all right. Um. Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer. I guess Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer. Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer. There, I'm saying. I like how you said it each time. It's like, can you try that again? Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, I believe. I believed you that time. Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with actress. I'm gonna go ahead and grab Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. Damn it! Oh, you're going all in on Maestro. So tell us, how can she win? <laughs> <laughs> she could still win for Promising Young Woman. Oh, God. Uh, I, I'm still it. triggered. I'm triggered by that phrase around. I'm triggered anytime she appears on Twitter. I'm like, ugh, no. Um, I'm going to pick, this is kind of a wild card pick, Penelope Cruz for Ferrari. Don right. Megan's first trade. <laughs> Why is it not coming out? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. They I just forgot. I actually, yeah, it, yeah, she is. I actually just forgot that movie existed. So never, never discount her. She shows up in weird ways. That's true. Um, I'm gonna pick someone from a movie that I'm worried is gonna get bumped to next year, but I'm gonna pick it anyway, and it's gonna be Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple. Do you really think it's gonna get bumped? Um, I think that is a movie that that is going to depend uh, very highly on the cast. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and I mean, it's good that the, the writer strike ended. So that's like maybe light at the end of the tunnel for the actor strike. But I feel like that is going to, it's, it's so far at the end of the year. It's not playing. I mean, it's, it's since it's so far at the end of 2023, it wasn't going to play any festivals. I don't think. No. Um, so, uh, not saying that you have to play a festival to win, but I don't know. I, I just feel like that is a movie that you want to hear from the cast, especially because they're relatively more unknown than, you know, other things. So I think that is, yeah, that's just my theory. I don't know if that's, yeah. So you may have found my first train. I am going to close out my actor five with Andrew Scott for all of us streaming. God damn it, you fucking fuck. Okay. Oh my God. God. And I win extra points for bringing out the most passionate response from Joey. Uh, what so was this? Bad. Andrew Scott. I just wrote down Andrew. Clarence. Andrew so Scott. All of us strangers. Andrew fucking fuck. I thought that was something that could fly under the radar. You no one would pick it, and I was wrong. God, God, fuck. All right. Anyway, everything's fine. Okay, my turn. <laughs> I'm closing yes. out my actress, and this is a wild card. 
Rachel McAdams. I knew for, it. Are you there, God? I knew it's it. Me, well, how did you know that? Because I wrote it on my list near the very bottom. And I was like, if anyone's going to pick it, it's going to be Megan. I, so she's that, so good in that movie. And yeah. I'm wondering, since they're shuffling people around now, like, and if, if the color purple gets, like, bumped and stuff, I don't know. I just feel like she's she's so good. I feel like that could be a, a film that people remember. She's oh, she's fantastic in it. Yeah. She's, I, I was so happy I caught that. I rented it and I was like, it's, it's worth it a line. She's really good handwriting in it. So, <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Good handwriting. Good handwriting. Joey. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. So let me pull it up. Um, I'm going to pick Kaylee Spaney for Priscilla. Mm. Oh. The thing that I saw people <laughs> because she won where at Venice. Yeah. And I think that, you know, traditionally whoever wins best actress or best actor at Venice wins or gets nominated for it. It's, it's very common that they get nominated for an Oscar. And I saw all these people. I was in line to get into the Pedro Almodovar event at TIFF and people were like, that's it. She's in. And I was like, I hate. <laughs> I was like, I hate all of you. Like, all of you. Like, this is not how this works. <laughs> anyway, go on. Sorry. <laughs> um, I maybe have a trade here, but I'm going to go out on a limb, sight unseen, and I'm going to pick Fantasia Barino for The Color mm. Purple. Ugh. That's a good one. So that closes yes. out my actor and actress five. Now I need to find some pictures, because y'all took Them my... pictures! Y'all took my backups. Oh, and it's my turn for... It is. I'm doing my film, my final film. I'm going to say Origin. Ooh. Mm. Nice limb. This feels a little sturdy. I like it. Joey? Oh, fuck. I got to pick some menses. <laughs> um... How has no one picked... Um, Killian Murphy. I know. I'm going to pick Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. I guess I have two Oppenheimer. Okay, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer. Very good. Um, I am going to go and pick. Joey knows why I do this. Spider Man <laughs> across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, Megan sorry I'm trying typing your stuff down um okay my last one I think I'm going to pick John Magaro for oh, um Half Lives took my last one sorry uh, I'm calling it now I've already said it to Clarence if we get a pitch for him I'm talking to him <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I went to college with him. So. Oh, that's right. Wasn't he in um he's been in other things, right? Like uh, well he was in he was on um I think the first time I saw him was um Orange is the New Black. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And he was really good out there. I didn't realize he went to school with him. Yeah, he's uh 
He's very nice. I got stuck with him in an elevator once. <laughs> um, okay, I guess. Fuck, way back now. <laughs> this is your last one. Yeah, it's my last one. Um, I am gonna pick Coleman Domingo for the color purple. Oh, oh. very nice. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, at first uh, I was like, oh, this bitch didn't remember the <laughs> Clarence Irving picture. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at first. Sorry. Twist, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're earning that uh, E rating. <laughs> um, my last pick in the picture category will be American fiction. Ooh. And I have a list of trades. So, um, uh, <laughs> Wait, so, we do have a second one where we trade, right? Or are we not doing that now? Yeah, no, we'll have a second window when we trade right before the critics awards come out. Okay. Yeah. That's usually in the end of November around Thanksgiving week. Okay. Um, and do we all agree that because we're doing it late this year, like I've picked American fiction, which won audience at, at uh, TIFF. Uh, Joey picked Kaylee Spaney, who won an award at Venice. I'm assuming those points don't count because we already knew they were winners, right? That's I what mean, I that, assumed. That oh. sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. I just think it's fair, right? I mean, you know, yes. that, that would be unfair for us to go ahead and pick things that already have points behind it. Yes. Oh, I'm so mad that I didn't get Andrew Scott or Sean McGarrow. All right. <laughs> there we go. So um I'm feeling good. This is this is gonna be a this is gonna be a competitive year, I think. I think we've got I'm feeling a, gassy. Yeah, these are, <laughs> not good about this <laughs> that's you all the time <laughs> alright alright very good um, well I think uh, Megan it, it's it's kind of good for you this year that Sally Hawkins didn't have a film <laughs> why because I always go for her <laughs> you always pick Sally Hawkins I'll never forget the year that you picked Sally Hawkins and we're waiting for Sally Hawkins Shape of Water and you picked Sally Hawkins for that other movie she did and I got so I think I got confused because they both came out at the same time she was getting rave reviews for like both right but like yeah I didn't realize the one was going to be her big thing so stupid me but I also did want to pick uh, Margot Robbie, the one year for Itania, and you guys were like, oh no, that's not going to come out this year. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, because yes. we thought it was going to get pushed. Yes. So it goes both ways, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump to the media. Um, let's flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. And uh, Joey, why don't you go first? Uh, sure. So if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that I'm going to Orlando on Wednesday. Um, I don't think I've only been to Disney World twice. Um, and so I'm actually excited to go. Um, and we're gonna do that. We're doing Halloween Horror Nights. We're gonna do, I think we're doing Universal, like, uh, other than Halloween Horror Nights. I gotta figure out when we come back on Monday. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm still reading Fellow Travelers by Thomas Mallon. I've uh, given myself a, uh, finish date so I can start the show. So I gave myself homework. Um, and then I just started a podcast, um, about the, I'm a little obsessed with the Idaho four murder case. 
Um, and I think it just scares me so much that I can't, like, I always, when I get into bed, I'm, like, going through, like, TikTok and looking at, like, theories and shit. But there's a podcast that I'm a little late to called The King Road Killings from ABC I've News. listened to that, yeah. Um, so I was diving into that today. But that's it. Nice. Uh, Megan. Well, I watched The Golden Bachelor last week. And (laughs) yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's still, I I saw an interesting take on it that, oh, they had the chance to like kind of reinvent The Bachelor because it's still, it's just The Bachelor with a 72 year old protagonist instead of the like 30 something idiot. But um, I, I really, I, I really just enjoy how, I mean, this guy is so sincere that he cried at the worst at the first rose ceremony because he felt bad sending people home. Like he's just a nice guy, and um, I watched it with my mom actually, and she enjoyed it too. So it was. I, I love those kind of shows that I love the like just cheesy reality shows that make you you don't have to think. And this one is um, fun to watch. Uh, I also need to catch up on Survivor. Um, I really want to see Saw Ten. Um, or X, whatever. I really want to see that one. Um, I need to watch Bats from 1999 this week because they're watching that on How Did This Get Made? So I've got to find time to watch that. Um, Podcast-wise, I've been listening to 2020s. I was listening to like a Love and Crime podcast that was kind of fun. Well, not fun. It's just like interesting to listen to, engaging, even though it's tragic stuff goes on in it. But um, in all those true crime podcasts, but um, it's... It's engaging and interesting. Um, and that is, I'm trying to think of anything else. I guess that's probably about it. I'm taking a break from books um, for now because I did finish um, Lessons in Chemistry, which I, I did enjoy. And I still need to start on that uh, limited series. That's about it. Nice. Um, I don't think there's any films I'm really looking forward to um, this week. I'm, I'm, uh, I might try to catch up to, uh, I do have a screener for fair play, um, which I still haven't oh, seen. So Ooh, I want probably, you to see that. Yeah, I probably will, uh, watch that as particularly after a peer of ours had such a visceral reaction against it. So that means it's, uh, it's hitting some, some nerves there. Um, TV wise, I'm, I'm continuing my rewatch of HBO's Veep. I've gotten through season two. Um, and I, I will say that I don't think the first, and I remember not loving the first two seasons, um, and they do not hold up. Uh, she's still great as always, but the, it just feels like there are things that don't work quite well, that, that you can see a show that that hasn't quite formed yet. Um, but I With Veep? To, yeah. I actually loved the first two seasons more than the other ones, but that's really? maybe that's just me. Yeah, I liked that it was all in, like contained in that one room and stuff, and... Um, I even though it was cool once they started to veer away from it, but I, I loved it. It had like a weird sitcom feel to it. Contained in her office, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, I just watched a um, a really great episode about uh, the POTUS um, becoming pro-choice, and so she scrambles to have an opinion on abortion, and and other contenders <laughs> uh, scramble to have an opinion on abortion. And uh, I, I had forgotten, um, there's a lot of things I'd forgotten about this. I'd forgotten characters that existed. I'd forgotten um, how good Reed Scott is in this and never got any kind of recognition for it, which I think is kind of criminal. 
in particularly, he's really great in this episode. Um, I also have screeners to Loki season two, which starts mm-hmm. this week. So I will be watching those probably as soon as we finish recording this podcast. Um, I finished um, if the fall of the house of Usher. And I oh, have okay. to say after dealing with uh, an incident that happened to me a couple of weeks ago, um, <laughs> there's an episode of Veep in season two where uh Julie Louis Dreyfus walks through a glass door. Yeah. And I completely forgot about that. And that was very traumatic. And then I put that aside and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. And there's a character who dies when mm. a mirror shatters and impales this person. Oh my gosh. So it was, uh, there's lots of PTSD there. Um, and uh, books wise, I am. I'm still trying to get through the Lion Club by Annie Ward. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have finally gotten to the home stretch, the like the last, I don't know, two, three hours of the audiobook, and it's finally starting to have some sense of a plot. Oh, finally. Great. <laughs> finally. I mean, it's it's it is it is not a good book. Um anyway, I'm sorry, Annie Ward. I'm sure you're a very talented person. I just don't like your book. Try not to be Big Little Lies part three. All right. Uh so does that cover it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let us get the hell out of here. So we are the three M's contributors, Joey Moser, Megan McLaughlin, and me, Clarence Moy, thanking you for joining us, asking you to remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. Also, to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Awards Daily and wishing you a very pleasant tomorrow.